Welcome to the Limitless Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us. We hope this message encourages you, inspires you, and helps build your faith. Enjoy the message. I want to talk to y'all guys about dating uh, the right way, God's way. Dating the right way, God's way. Um, And if we could just go to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2 is amazing. Uh, This is, I bet you anything after you, if you read Genesis chapter 2 before, you've never gotten a dating message out of it. And I'm going to show it to y'all in a different light. Um, But Genesis chapter 2, I just want to read verse 18 really quick as our opening uh, scripture. It says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. Say that. It is not good. It is not good. And it says, I will make a helper who is just right for him. So you might hear that scripture. You're like, man, that's awesome, right? Guys or fellas are like, yeah, that's, that's right. It's not good for me to be alone. Um, but that's where I want to read you another scripture. All right. Um, and it's in Proverbs 25, 24. And it says, it's better to live alone. So there's that word again. It's not, it's not good for man to be alone, right? But then check this out. It says, it's better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. Man, that'll preach to you right there. Uh, another passage in Proverbs 21, verse 9, it says, it's better to live alone in the corner of an attic. I'm sorry, it's the same one. It's the exact same. It says that every piece is the exact same. Uh, a different translation worded it differently. But think about that. It, it, it's better to live in the corner of an attic, is what the Bible is saying, than to live with the wrong person. Like, man, that's why this is so important. Dating, who you marry is the second biggest decision you will ever make in your entire life. The first biggest decision is either you accepting Jesus or not. And the second one is who you will marry, who you'll spend the rest of your life with. Um, so I want to tell you all guys that dating is a good thing when it's the right timing and when it's approached in a godly way. All right, so dating is a good thing. Remember this, dating is a good thing when it's a God thing. Dating is a good thing when it is a God thing. When God, how do you know when it's a a God thing? When your dating is a God thing. It's when God is leading you, not your feelings leading you. That's how you know when when it's a God thing, when it's actually the Holy Spirit leading you, hey, to find a partner uh, in his plan for your life. Um, as a child of God, we're children of God, right? As a child of God, dating is not something we do because we're lonely. It's not something that we do because we're lonely. It's not something we do just because we have an attraction to someone. So uh, or we think somebody's cute or we think someone's fine, right? It's not something that we do just because of that and we have a connection with somebody. No, dating is something we do uh, to find a lifelong partner for God's plan for your life. That's what dating's for. So if something you could, the way you can remember it is date to find your spiritual mate. Date to find your spiritual mate. That's the purpose of dating. So if, you, if you're not ready to, to, to make a lifelong commitment of marriage, then you probably don't have any business dating just yet. All right? And um, I want to re- show you all some ways to find out if you or they, the person you might be dating, are ready or not to date. Are you all ready? Um, 
So we can go to back to Genesis 2. That's where we're going to be in our, our main passage. But Genesis 2, uh, verse 4 says, This is the account of the creation of the heavens and earth. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth, for the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. So what I got out of this passage, there's no people to cultivate the soil. So are you even in the game? Is that, that's the question. Are, are you, maybe it's not even your time today. Are you, let's ask the question, are you even in the game? All right, to even date. So we're going we're gonna to answer that here in a second. So let's find out some ways to find out if you or they are even ready to date or not. You ready? Yeah. Genesis and starting verse eight. Um, this is amazing because it's, it's going to show. Uh, let me just let me just read it to you guys. All right. Y'all there? Genesis two. OK, so I just read y'all verse four and five. Verse six says instead springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. Verse eight. Then the Lord God planted a garden in the Eden in Eden in the east. And there he placed the man he had made. So now this person's in the game, right? He placed him in the garden. He's in the game. All right. Then um, the Lord God. I'm sorry. Verse nine says the Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground. Trees that were beautiful and that were that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden, he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Verse 10, this is where I want to spend our time for this part. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden and then dividing into four branches. The first branch was called the Pishon. Say that, Pishon. That flowed around the entire land of Havilah, where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. Aromatic resin and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch called the Gihon, say Gihon, Gihon. flowed around the entire land of Cush. The third branch called the Tigris, say Tigris, Tigris. flowed east of the land of Ashur. And the fourth branch is called the Euphrates. All right. So I'm going to preach to you all really quick about ways to find out if you're ready or not. So the first one is to know if you're ready or not is the Pishon. So. Let's read on that. The Pishon, the first branch called the Pishon, flowed around the entire land of Havilah, where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. So the first thing, the first way you can measure if you're ready or not is your purity. How is your purity? Um, or how is their purity, Whoever, if you're looking for somebody. Um, but if your purity, um, if you're not walking in purity before God, then more than likely you're not ready to be dating anybody. Um, because your purity um, shows your faithfulness. It, it, your purity shows your, uh, if you're faithful to God or if you're faithful to whatever, uh, whatever sin you're living in. That's, what, that's, that's, what, that's what's going to measure your faithfulness to God is your purity. Um, and the, I, I mentioned this last week, if y'all guys weren't here, that purity... Uh, it amplifi- amplifies when you're married. So a lot of people think that, hey, man, I can't wait to, to get married. I can't wait to, I mean, man, I could have sex all day long, right? <laughs> and then they get married and they never dealt with that impurity in their hearts or they never dealt with um, that addiction or whatever, that issue they're going through. And when they get married, they still deal with the exact same thing that they're dealing with when they're single. Uh, and I told you all last week, if you're perverted, if you're perverted when you're single, you're going to be perverted when you're married. So... How 
is your purity. Um, how is your purity? Also, another thing is it's going to take the extent of and length of your walk in impurity. However long you've been walking in impurity, it's going to take that same length and measure to prove that you're actually walking in purity. Um, so I don't know if y'all got what I said or not, but um, I know it sounded, it, sounded, it sounded kind of confusing, but uh, however long you're walking in purity is going gonna, is gonna to measure how strong your purity really is. Uh, just like gold, gold has to pass through fire to test if it's really pure or not. And only the purest gold comes out of fire. It's the exact same thing with you guys, with your purity. It, it, you're going to have to pass through the fire. You're going to have to pass through temptations. If maybe you're in a relationship and, and you, you're, you got out of it, you're, so you're like, oh, yeah, I'm pure now, I'm pure. But then once another relationship comes, that's going to be the test, right? If you're going to really walk in purity, if you're really going to resist temptation or not, if that opportunity comes and presents itself. So the first way to, to know if you're ready or not is how is your purity? I'm telling you guys, a, a woman of God does not want a man who's addicted to porn or, or anything like that. She wants a, a real woman of God is going to want someone who's pure and faithful before God. Because if you could be faithful to God, you could be faithful to your spouse. You'll be able to be faithful to your husband, to your wife. Amen. Amen. Um, so that's the first. The first river is the Pishon. The second um, in verse 12, it says, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it says, verse 12, the gold of that land is exceptionally pure, aromatic resin, and onyx stone are also found there. So is your purity like gold or is it like onyx stone? Something to ask yourself. Um, verse 13 says, the second branch called the Gihon flowed around the entire land of Cush. So what is the Gihon? The Gihon is the river where King Solomon, the wisest man who ever walked the earth besides Jesus, he, that's where he got anointed and that's where the kings of Israel will get anointed by the Gihon River. So that's where they'll get anointed to be king and receive authority over the, the people of Israel. So the second way you could find out is, is your authority. So the first thing was your, the Pishon is your purity. The second one is the Gihon, and that represents authority. Do you, have you accepted the word of God as the final authority in your life? Or are you confused? Are you like, oh man, I don't even know where we came from. Uh, man, I don't even know if creation is real and all of that. And uh, ladies, if there's a guy in your life that you're trying to date and he he's says something like this, like, oh, I believe we came from uh, primates or, or from uh, I, I believe we came from a common ancestor and we evolved from that. If I were you, I'd drop him right then and there because he still hasn't found himself yet. He still he hasn't accepted the word of God as the final authority in his life. So therefore, he's not ready. Uh, guys, if you, if you come across a lady that's, um, that's man, I, I just pray that the, the universe sends positive vibes to you guys and, and talks like that, then more than likely she hasn't accepted the word of God, uh, in her life yet. It's not about the universe. No, it's about God. And a lot of people don't, they don't really trust in God. So they say, Hey, the universe is what sends this. The universe sends that. No, it's God. Father God, not Mother Nature, right? Um, so, is, so how is the authority in your life? Are you, are you walking in the obedience of the word of God in your life? If, you're not, if, you, if you haven't learned to obey the word of God yet, um, then you're not ready to date. Amen? Amen. You're, you're not ready to date. Um, <clears throat> so 
authority. And then also another thing is, are you walking in the authority of Christ? Not only in, in his word, but Christ has given us authority. Are you walking in victory? Are you walking as a man and a woman of God, what God's called you to do? So that's the second thing is, is uh, authority. If we continue, it says uh, in verse 14, the third branch called the Tigris flowed east of the land of Ashur. And on verse 14, I like how it says that. The rest of them, it just says where they, they flowed around that city. But verse 14 says the third branch called the Tigris flowed east. It actually gives a direction where it went. So this represents direction and purpose. Do you know where you're going? So this is the third thing. First thing is purity. Second thing is authority. The third thing in your life is direction. Do you have direction in your life? Do you even know where you're going in life? Do you have purpose in your life? Because if you don't know your purpose yet as a man or a woman of God, then, um, man, you're in for a rude awakening once you get married. And then you try to find your purpose. Um, because what if your, your spouse has a different purpose? And then y'all try to come, come together and y'all both have two different purposes here and y'all are trying to make it work. And that's why the divorce rate is over 50%. It's probably, what, 60% now. Um, but because people have never found their purpose before they went into dating or before they went into marriage. So um, do you know where you're headed? Do you know um, your God-given purpose? We had to know our God-given purpose. Um, some people think, hey, my, my purpose is just, I mean, to do this or to do that. And it's just really their job or whatever. But no, God has an even bigger purpose for you than that. And man, are you called to pastor one day? Are you called to be an evangelist, to go around and preach the gospel? Are you called to maybe start a business and, and use your finances to, um, to do whatever the kingdom of God needs, or whatever, whatever God's called you to do? So you have to know that beforehand, because what if you're called to pastor and stay here in San Antonio and your wife has a, a heart for missions and then y'all try to come together and you are going to be in disagreement? Amen. So know where you're going. And guys, a, a woman does not like a guy who does not know where he's going. A woman does not like a guy who does not know where they're going. So know where you're going. Um, the fourth thing we could, in verse um, 14 again, it says, the fourth branch is called the Euphrates. Say that with me, Euphrates. Euphrates. So the Euphrates River, it actually means the good and abounding river. Another word for the Euphrates, the good and abounding river. River. So this, this represents stability. Are you stable in your life right now as a, as a single person? That's how you're going to be able to measure if you're ready to date or not. And what do I mean by being stable? So the first thing we could talk about is your finances. If you, um, if you don't have a car yet, um, then you're not going to be able to pick her up for a date. All right? So... Uh, if you don't have a stable job, you're not going to be able to put gas in that car. You can't be asking your, your parents for gas money to take your girlfriend out on a date or someone. So you have to be stable financially to even, even be in the game. And uh, you don't have to be rich. I'm not saying you have to be rich. But could you afford rent? If you're, if you're ready, if you think you're ready to date and you're ready to get married, can you afford to pay rent? Rent is about at least 700 to 800 bucks a month, okay? And if you feel like you can't, um, if you, 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 like I said, you don't have to have a big old house, nothing like that. It doesn't have to be perfect. But can you even afford to, to get yourself a place and, and, and to be able to support that person? Guys, fellas, like if, if, you, if you can't, 
If you can't take a girl, if you don't have money to take a girl on a date, you can't pay rent. All right. <laughs> um, so how are your finances? In Genesis 2.24, it says this explains why a man, say that, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are united to, to one. So if you can't leave your mom and dad, is their house, then you're not ready to date. If you're, if you're not ready to, to part ways with your mom and your dad and be joined to someone, that shows you you're not ready yet. Amen? Amen. So that's why it says a man is. And then also another thing, I'm going to talk to the ladies. Proverbs 18.22 says, the man who finds, say that, finds a wife, finds a treasure, and he receives favor from the Lord. So watch this. It doesn't say the man who finds a girl or the, the man who finds a girlfriend. It says the man who finds a wife. Mm. So he finds her in her wife form. Mm. Right? Mm. I don't think you are listening. Some of you are not listening. So this, the man has to find, ladies, you have to prepare yourself to be a wife. It doesn't mean you have to be um, man, Betty Crocker or anything like that. Like, <laughs> but at least know how to, I mean, prepare yourself. You know what I mean? Maybe your job is not the one to cook. Maybe the husband's the one to cook. Uh, I don't know. But uh, my wife knows I, I don't know how to cook. All I know how to cook is uh, cereal. All right? <laughs> Boiled eggs. Yeah. Um, but... But ladies, I mean, but, she, but my wife, that, she's, she's a, a homemaker, so she's good at it. And she didn't know how to do it beforehand, but now she's great at it. She cooks great meals. Um, so, I mean, are, are you in wife form, ladies, to ask yourself? Are you, are you ready to, to take on a husband? Are you still dealing with um, insecurities? Are you still dealing with jealousy? Are you still dealing with, I mean, uh, things? I mean, things like that that are going to end up being more trouble for you if you were to get married. Amen? Um, how is your, or let me ask you this. Are you still in school? Maybe you're still in college right now and you still have two more years ago or three more years ago. So that means you probably don't have a stable job yet until you finish college. So maybe you're not ready to date either. That's going to show that you're not ready to date at that. Not yet. Because let me tell you this, if premature dating, it only sets you up for sexual immorality and heartbreak. Yeah. I'm telling y'all guys, Premature dating only sets you up for, uh, for sexual immorality and, and heartbreak. Because think about it. You're, you're two people. You're, your hormones are going crazy, right? And, and you get together, and, and you like each other. You're attracted to each other. And then you want to take your, that, that next step in your relationship. And the, the only thing left to do is, is to be intimate with one another. I mean, how much, how much further can you go with dating? You know what I mean? So that's why, it, that's why people fall into that sin, that fall into that trap, because they do it, too, do it prematurely. Okay? You should be able to, when you're dating, it should take you no longer than a year to know, no longer than six months to know if you wanted to marry that person or not. There shouldn't be no, hey, four or five years um, dating, and then i got to find out if this is the one or not. No. I fall into that trap before, and it's, it's no fun. It only sets yourself up for heartbreak. I'm telling you guys, and disappointment. And God has so much more for his children than heartbreak and disappointment. Amen. Um, As a person, are you or the person that you're looking at, are they, is their walk with God stable? Or are they, they're, like I said earlier, easily offended. They, they're insecure. They think about everybody's always judging them. 
Um, if they're like that, they're not ready yet. And, and if you're like that, you're not ready yet. There's still things that God needs to heal in you. He needs to give you, you need to allow him to give you identity. You need to allow him to give you, hey, purpose. Um, do they come to church? Are they committed? Or do they just barely come sometimes? Or are they actually committed to coming to the house of God? Second um, Corinthians six fourteen. It says, don't team up with, with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? So that's something to live by. Are they stable? Are you stable financially um, and spiritually? And let me ask you this. Are you thriving spiritually or are you barely surviving? That's a good way to know if you're stable or not. Are you barely surviving? Or are you barely, man, I'm barely hanging on to this walk with God? Or no, you know you're, you're, you're thriving. Amen? All right, so those are just ways to know if you're ready or not. So um, I'm going to give you all the main message right now, all right? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go through it pretty quick, though. But after that, y'all probably, a lot of y'all probably feel like, hey, I'm not even ready at all, right? <laughs> the mo- most of y'all. Um, so I want to give you all some dating advice. And same, same passage, Genesis 2, um, starting in verse 15. Um, it says, Then the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But watch this. But the Lord God warned him, you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except, say that, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat this, it's fruit, you will surely die. Um, so I want to give you all some dating advice. If you are, are ready to date, if you know, or, and if, if you're not ready to date, then store up this wisdom for the future because you're going to need it one day, sooner than later. All right. Uh, so the first thing that we get out of this passage is it says, except the tree. You can eat of anything except what was God doing. He was giving them boundaries. So the first dating advice I could give you is to set boundaries in your life. Set boundaries. And this is even before you go into dating. As a single person, set boundaries in your life that you're not willing to cross. And uh, set convictions in your life. I mean, man, con- convictions in what you watch, convictions in what you say. Um, man, if you're, if, if ladies, if the guy's still cut, cussing and stuff like that, he's more than likely not walking with God. Um, and, and that's stuff you want to look at. It has, do they have conviction in what they say? Do they have conviction in what they watch? Uh, do they have conviction in where they go? Have you set boundaries in your life? So, so boundaries, if, if y'all right now, a great boundary to start at is, you know what? I'm not going to be intimate with somebody sexually until I'm married. That's a boundary. And, and, and if you, you may have made the mistake and that, that's totally fine. God makes everything new. Jesus makes everything new. But starting now, starting today, all the, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. All that matters is what you do with your present and with your future. Okay? So starting now, set these boundaries in your life that you're, you are not willing to cross. And set that boundary. You know what? I want to save myself for my husband. I want to save myself for my wife. I want to be faithful to the Lord. Amen? Um, set those boundaries. Um, even when, if you do start, if you find someone to, that you're starting to date, Sit down with them and say, hey, you know what? These are the boundaries I'm not willing to cross. I'm not going to have sex before marriage. I'm not going to cross this line. I'm not going to be alone with you at night, right? Um, that's another one is, I mean, um, I think it's okay to be alone when you're dating. Like if you go out and um, you go on a date or something, but be wise. Sit, don't be alone uh, 
don't be alone in a car or something or in the backseat of a car or don't be alone uh, on a couch somewhere. It's, it's going to set you up to fall. Amen. It's going to set you up. So set those boundaries beforehand. So if you have those boundaries already set, hey, I'm not going to be alone with this guy. Then when you are on a way back from a date or whatever, you just be like, oh, all right, sayonara. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you later. I'll text you later. It's because you're not willing to cross that. Right. So if you've already made it up in your heart and in your mind, then it's going to be a lot easier than when you're down to it and the temptation presents itself. That's where you're, you're more inclined to give into that, right? But set it beforehand. Set those boundaries beforehand. Um, set that. Uh, the second thing, we could just continue. Uh, in verse, we just finished off in verse 17. Uh, It says, if you eat of this fruit, you are sure to die. Now, verse 18 says, then the Lord God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. And when it says him, it it means her, too. Okay, so ladies, this is just the word, but it means you, too. Okay, so that's the same thing is he has a helper who is just right for you. So my second point, the first point was what? Set boundaries. The second point is. Don't settle. Don't settle. He has someone who is just right for you. Um, they're not going to be perfect. It's not going to. It might not be Brad Pitt, ladies, but there's someone who's just right for you. All right. Um, and, and and don't settle. Don't just be like. Don't just the first person that comes along. Oh, he's the one. Right. Or no, she's the one. And and you just get all hooked all of a sudden. And and you. you Bypass all the stuff I was talking about just because of their looks. Don't settle because it's more than looks. Looks are going to pass away, but I mean, the heart is going to stay with with you forever. Stay with just like I said, it's better to live alone than with a quarrelsome wife in your lovely home. Right. Um, Also, another thing is don't settle, but don't be picky either. Right. So some people here. Right. Do you know anybody who's picky? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're picky. Um, listen, listen to this. Know your value because you are valuable, guys. Don't settle. But also, I'm going to say it this way. Know what league you're in as well. All right. <laughs> you, you can't be. I mean, oh, man, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good Christian guy, whatever. But man, he doesn't look like uh, Channing Tatum or I mean, what other good looking guys are out there? Um, Zach Efron. <laughs> Who? Um, so Chris Hemsworth, that's Mondo's man crush. Um, so he doesn't have to be the perfect guy. And so if you know, hey, if, if he comes in, he's a godly man. He, he knows where he's going. He's pure before God. Um, and he's, he's all right looking. He, it, it, I mean, he can get by. I mean, hey, don't be picky. And... But if he's just some, some guy who's just, I mean, barely coming in, and he, maybe he'd be good look, he's good looking, but he's barely coming in, barely saved, barely hanging on, don't settle. Amen. Don't settle, I'm telling y'all guys, because you're going to regret it. Those good looks, they're not going to be so good when, when he's a lazy bum, right? And he's not making any money or, any, or something like that. So it's more than that. Don't settle. Um, and, and here's the thing is guys are wired by what they see. And girls are wired by what they hear. All right? So, see, hear, hear that, guys. So, girls are wired by what they hear. So, don't be saying any kind of foolishness out there. Don't be saying creepy things. 
<laughs> don't be saying weird things. I mean, if you're going to say something weird, might as well just stay quiet. Don't say anything. Because once a girl hears something weird that comes out of you or something creepy, you might have ruined your chances. All right? So, and it's hard to recover from that. So be careful what you say, fellas. Have d- discretion in what you say. Learn what to say, when to say it. Uh, be wise. All right? And then girls, um, guys are wired by what they see. Okay? Now, I'm not saying, hey, you have to be perfect. You have to, I mean... Be like you're going to a beauty pageant everywhere you go. Um, but what I mean, it's more than looks. Guys uh, are attracted by what they see, and they, their guys are attracted to confidence, right? Guys are attracted to joy. That's, jo- having joy is way better than, uh, than being, being fine, right? Um, I mean, having both is even better, right? But joy is what you're looking for, guys. Don't go around dating somebody who's always wearing black, black lipstick, black nails, black, and, and they're goth, because more than likely they don't have the joy of the Lord in them, right? <laughs> Look for someone who's always happy, I mean, and, and no, I shouldn't even say that, not even, because happiness is not what joy is. Joy, I mean, joy is, is knowing what, who you are, knowing what God's called you to do, knowing that even in the tough times, hey, God has it under control, and that's confident to guys, Amen. And at the same time, don't be going all uh, tirada everywhere, right? And how do you say that word? Um, like you want to make sure, like, hey, at least present yourself as well good. If, you know what I'm saying? As well. You don't, you don't want to just be going everywhere with no makeup and stuff like that. And, and uh, I mean, th- th- it's, it's okay. I mean, guy, guy, you, want to, you want to show how you look before y'all get married, like, right? Because <laughs> they're on Instagram. Let me tell y'all, guys, there's, there's some liars out there on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, like you said, they'll catfish you. And, and my wife and I were looking at videos of some ladies from Japan, totally different with makeup than without makeup. And they put on fake contacts that make their eyes look bigger, and they make their, their face look different. It's just, it's just manipulation, right? It's just straight up false advertisement. But, um, but it, like I said, it's not all about looks, but you want to make sure you're at least presentable. All right, ladies? And, and, and the Bible says that... Um, be modest. That's what guys are looking for. All right? Be modest. Modest is hottest. Remember that. Modest is hottest. All right? So, so remember that. Be confident. Be joyful. Be modest. Uh, so don't settle. So number three, let's continue. Uh, verse 19. Are y'all still with me? Did I lose y'all or no? Um, <laughs> verse 19 says, So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky and all the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. So the third thing is don't become desperate. So he was looking right here and he says there's still no helper found. So in this dating process or when you're ready to be to to date, don't be desperate. Desperate. It's not good. You'll end up with the wrong person. Um, and, and people could sense desperation. I, I, we, had, we have a friend, that, a, a girl, that she was just desperate to get married, right? <laughs> and um, every single guy she would date, she would uh, automatically bring up marriage to them right off the bat. And it's, it would scare them off away, like scare them away. But she was ready to find her Prince Charming, and, and she would scare them away right away. So uh, don't get desperate, guys. God has someone who is just right for you. Um, be patient. Amen? 
be patient. If you're, if you're going and, hey, man, there's not, a, there's not a candidate in sight, you might think, it's okay. God has someone who's just right for you. Yeah. Amen. You just got to be patient. You got to trust God, trust the process, and, um, and he's going to bring someone who's just right for you. And also earlier when I read that scripture in Proverbs, it says a man who finds a wife. So the man's the one that finds the wife. So girls, don't go out there and, and searching, looking for a guy, all right? Because you're going to find the wrong one. Let him find you. The godly guy will find you when, you, when he finds a wife, amen? So don't be desperate. Um, Genesis 2.23, if we continue to go down, it says, um, it says, then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. And then it says, at last, say that, at last. At last. The man exclaimed, this one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. Um, you're going to have your at last moment. I promise you. If you, if you follow through with this and, and you listen to this wisdom, this advice, you follow the word of God. And listen to me, guys. You will have that moment where you say at last, man, it was a payoff to really do it God's way. Amen. Um, because God has someone way better for you than you have for yourself. Like, if you do it God's way, it's going to be way better than if you do it your way. Um, You don't want to end up somewhere. I told um, y'all, I'll get there in a second, but at last, remember that. Okay, so the fourth thing, this is the last thing in verse uh, 25. It says, now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. Uh, What is this? This is number four, transparency. They were both naked. And they felt no shame. So what I'm telling y'all guys, when you are in this dating process, don't live a secret life. Don't um, don't try to hide because shame, it it causes you to hide. Just like it said, when they sinned, they went and and sewed fig leaves and they're hiding from God. But when you when you're living in transparency and and you're you're open, you're open. um, There's no shame in that. You have nothing to hide. Amen. So number one is um, be transparent with a mentor or a leader. And earlier when I was talking about um, if you're even ready to date or not, and I was talking about authority, another thing I wanted to add to that is are you submitted under someone, an authoritative leader? Because that's going to show, and ladies, if he's not submitted um, to somebody now, he's not going to submit to God when you are married. And and same thing, um, guys, if she's not submitted right now, she's not going to be submitted to you when y'all get married. So... Be transparent with a mentor or leader. Proverbs 15, I'm almost, I'm almost done. Proverbs 15, 22 says, plans go wrong. Say that. Plans go wrong for lack of advice. And then it says, many advisors bring success. Another translation says, in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. So when you're in this dating process or when you're ready or if you're ready right now, be transparent with someone. Um, be open. Hey, I was tempted. I was tempted at this time, and I want to be open. Hey, how do I, get, how do I overcome this, or how do I get better next time? Um, be transparent where there's no shame. Amen? Amen? And then another thing is be transparent with the person you're dating as well. Be transparent with the person you're dating. Be transparent about your past. You don't, you don't want anything to, uh, you don't want to hold something from them. And it ends up working out for you guys, and, and, then, and you never told them about your past, how many people you slept with, with, all this and that. That's something that they need to know as well. 
Amen? Because, um, and you might think, hey, well, it might ruin it for me. What's well, better to ruin it for you when you're dating than to ruin it for y'all guys when you are married? Amen? So be transparent about your past. You don't have to get into some gruesome details or anything like that. But if you've been, I mean, if you're sexually active with, hey, five people in your lifetime, tell them, hey, I've been involved with five people. Or I've been involved with, and, and tell them that, that they deserve to know. Amen? So be transparent about your past. Um, be transparent about your future. Be transparent about where you want to go in life, what, what you want to do for a living. Be transparent about what you feel God's called you to do. Like I told you about earlier, hey, maybe some of you feel called to pastor. Maybe some of y'all feel called to business. Some of y'all feel called to this or that. Tell them, let them know, this is what I want to do. Um, another thing is be transparent about your finances and your financial situation. Uh, I listen to Dave Ramsey a lot. I don't know if you know who Dave Ramsey is. He's a um, like financial advisor, yeah. And um, a man called in to his, his uh, podcast and said, man, we're, uh, me and my wife are $250,000 in debt. And, um, and he was just like, okay. And he was trying to help him to get over it and stuff. And, he, and he's like, but he said, I just found out about it uh, a couple months ago. And, and Dave Ramsey was just like trying to get to the bottom of it and saying like, how did you just find out about it? And he's like, well, she kept it from me this whole time until now. And so that lady had about $240,000 in debt and didn't tell her husband. And now they're trying to get out of that hole together. So be transparent about your finances. If you have student loans, I'm blessed. Um, my wife came. She was paid for free and clear, debt free. Um, so it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Be transparent about, about uh, guys, about how much you make. Because what if she wants to be living in a big old house and all you could afford is a trailer or something? You know what I mean? And be transparent with that. And it doesn't mean, hey, um, everybody starts somewhere. And you got to know that you could always move up in life and, and, and God has different things for you. But if you're at your max potential right now and you, you're, you don't know how you're going to move up or you don't know, you don't have any plans for your future... Be honest with her. Tell her this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. Because then she's going to be disappointed too, right? Because uh, she's expecting this big old lifestyle. And, and th- that's what disappointment comes when expectations are not met. So just remember that. Disappointment comes when expectations are not met. So it's all about expectancy. What are they expecting? If they ex- I mean, maybe you could blow those expectations out of the water, and that's even better, right? So uh, would you all get anything out of this? Yeah. Yes. Out of dating advice? Um, So who's not ready to date in here? You don't have to raise your hand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, take this wisdom. If you're not ready to date, take this wisdom and remember it. Download it in your mind. Instill it in you. Because when, when I was young, I did not have this advice. I did not have this wisdom. I did not have this philosophy. And I set myself up for, I mean, man, uh, heartache and for disappointment, for failure and for setbacks. But God is good. Amen. God, God makes everything new, and, and he's blessed me. And when I, when I, I finally got this down, and, I, and um, I was single for a few years, and I didn't try to pursue anybody. I wasn't dating anybody. God uh, brought Trelawney and brought my wife right in front of me. Like, literally just dropped her from the sky. Um, and I told you all the story before. It was at a, we were at a conference at Bethany, and um, I was walking to talk to my mom, and she was walking to talk to a fellow intern at the time or whatever, and we just act, like accidentally crossed paths, 
And we're like, oh, okay. And we saw each other. And my mom witnessed the whole thing. And she said that there was like just a light, light on top of us that was just like, aww. Um, but that's how basically how it happened. And then we started talking from there, did long, did long distance. And, um, and we were prepared. I had prepared myself. She had prepared herself. Um, I was delivered from demons. She was delivered from dolls. And so uh, I had a way, a way more hardcore past than her. Uh, she was all pure. And she, never, she was like perfect. Um, but yeah, that's not true. But I mean, she was a lot better off than me. But, um, but when, I, when I met her, I was ready. I was ready. And, and God knew that. So that's why he, he brought her into my life. Uh, amen. Um, but let's just bow our heads and let's close our eyes at this moment. Thank you again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you did, please subscribe. That way you will always be in the know. Also, if you were impacted by the message today, please consider sharing it by clicking the share episode button or even taking a snapshot and sharing it on your social stories. We'll see you next time on the Limitless Podcast.